All right. So it's early Sunday morning, late Saturday night, whatever you want to call it. The uh, UFC 232 has just finished. John Jones has returned to the octagon for now. And he won the uh, light heavyweight championship from beating Alexander Gustafsson. Um, dominantly finished him. And, um, I mean, it's hard to celebrate. I, first, like, I'm trying not to be negative. So, everybody that faces this man has lost to him. He, he beats everyone in front of him. So, you, you can't take that away from him. I mean, regardless of how or why or whatever, you know, is it in or not in his system? I mean, just the guys just got, I mean, there's people that have had stuff in their system and they still lose. So I'm not defending him. Um, Lord knows if he's going to do something else or something else is going to pop up that's going to mar the victory tonight. But either way, you know. He's got the belt again. Uh, Daniel Cormier relinquished it on Friday, Friday afternoon, I believe, or early Friday night. Um, so it's his. He's officially the champ. There's, there's, he's back, and he just finished saying on uh, FS1 that uh, you know, the he's beaten Gustafsson was was his toughest. John Jones said that you know Gustafsson was his toughest fight, and he finished him, and he fought Daniel Cormier twice and beat him twice. So, you know, he says he wants some fresh meat. It looks like he's focused on uh, James uh, Lionheart-Smith, who's doing the FS1 broadcast tonight. Obviously, uh, he's a contender, too. So he, he said he wants some fresh meat. So if, if there is going to be another title matchup for the light heavyweight division, that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. So, um, But I, I just feel weird about him winning. Um, but that's just me. I mean, congratulations to him. I mean, maybe he'll uh, rack up uh, another bunch of wins to to bring back the greatness that that John Jones had before all the troubles came and stuff. So we'll leave that where it is. But I think the biggest uh, the biggest win of the night goes to Amanda Nunes, who finished Chris Cyborg um, in the first round by knockout, which nobody saw happening. Um, so she's good. She now holds. She's a new double champ. She holds a featherweight title and the bantamweight title. Um, she's officially the baddest woman ever in mixed martial arts because she beat one of the baddest in Chris Cyborg. She, um, you know, Ronda Rousey was up there at one point and she beat her. She beat Misha Tate, who was a, a, a champion in Strike Force and had the title in the UFC before Nunes took it from her. So she's definitely, if you're going to start saying there's the greatest of all time for women in mixed martial arts, she, it's definitely her. Funny thing, um, I spoke to uh, Kayla Harrison today at the uh, open workouts for the Professional Fighters League Championships event of the season, you know, the 2018 season champion. She's not fighting for a title or prize money, but she's uh, the feature. They're going to start a women's lightweight division, and she's going to do a, a lightweight bout there. But they're going to do the whole format in 2019 for the season for them. reason I'm bringing her up is because, and how it connects to UFC 232 is because I just found out, because she told me and the other media members today, that she is a training partner of Amanda Nunes. 
So after she said that, one of the things I was thinking, I actually texted it to a buddy of mine. I said, you know, I have Cyborg pick to win, but the fact that she's been training with somebody that, by their own admission, uh, Kayla Harrison, walks around at 160 and cuts to 155 to compete at 155, um, which is only, it's really not a cut, it's five pounds. I mean, you, you could lose five pounds in a, in a sauna session or whatever. Um, <clears throat> that meant she was training with people heavier and stronger, you know, than she's used to dealing with. So Amanda Nunes must be deceptively strong in her striking and her grappling and everything. Um, Cyborg tried for takedowns, but she, she, Nunes was the power puncher, the, the, and the cleaner punches too. Um, I don't know if Cyborg took it lightly. Maybe she fell in love with her 21 fight, uh, win streak legacy and made her forget what a challenge felt like. Who knows? It's definitely happened before. It happened to Fedor before he started getting losses. You know, sometimes the losses help you. But the interesting thing, uh, the reason why I, I, I brought up the Kayla Harrison connection is even Kayla Harrison said because of that 21 fight win streak, she still would rather. I mean, obviously she doesn't want to fight her teammate, but she would like to fight Chris Cyborg uh, eventually. So, with that in mind. I think I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, Dana White never really wanted the women's featherweight division. They kind of made it for Cyborg. So she had her run in it. She, you know, fought. She fought. Well, she fought on 135 too. But, you know, she had her run. The, the division wasn't very active. It was hard to find opponents for Cyborg, like legit ones. That's why they made this Nunes fight happen. So, um, don't be surprised. I mean, look what happened to Danny Cormier. John Jones came back and they took, they took the belt away. They took the belt away from Danny Cormier just, just so John Jones could have the belt. So don't be surprised if, uh, the women's featherweight division goes the way of the men's flyweight division. I mean, like they're going to get rid of it or find a way to get rid of it. And, um, Amanda Nunes just stays fighting at 135. The good thing about that is... If they do do away the division and the UFC wants to be done with Cyborg, which it seems like they never wanted to do business with her, they, they gave her such a hard time getting in there and getting a title. You know, poor woman, woman had to go through, I mean, the worst things being called names by Dana White and all those people. Um, and he was so ecstatic to, to, to see her win. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Cyborg is fine with losing the belt. She didn't seem like she took the loss too hard, you know. She actually congratulated Nunes and gave her a hug. But um, don't be surprised if she's cool with walking away from the UFC and heading on over to the Professional Fighters League and jumping in the 2019 season because that would be a major draw. Kayla Harrison versus Chris Cyborg. Because Harrison's, she's only had three fights, but she picked up a lot of steam, and she's got great energy. She's great in front of the camera, in front of the mic. Um, I actually uploaded it earlier this evening. If you haven't checked it out, the Blogboard Jungle YouTube channel has a lot of the interviews from there. With more video to come, I'm actually working on it now. But after watching UFC 232, I felt like doing something. I mean, it is the MMA afterthought after all. That's the name of this podcast. Um, my solo one. So I figured I'd throw this up here for you guys uh, to comment or chime in. If you want, especially if you're listening on Anchor, but uh, I I think we're leaving 2018. The UFC leaves behind the women's featherweight division, 
we're not going to see much action out of that anymore. I, I, I strongly believe that, that that division is done or, or it's going to be done. Um, because when they have double champs, it looks like they don't let them keep the belts for long, even if they want to and they, and, and they would defend them. Because I'm pretty sure Daniel Cormier was ready to defend both, you know. So he didn't lose this belt. Um, and uh, he said something. Actually, I want to read before I close this podcast. I want to, you know, if you saw the fight, um, John Jones kind of called out Daniel Cormier to come after his heavyweight belt so he can, so he can uh, get the. Um, you know, double champ status, like, which seems to be a trend in the UFC now. So he calls him out and he says, you know, like, whatever, whatever. He calls him out. And uh, Daniel Cormier's only response, I'm reading his tweet. I mean, shit, he would win. Dude starts with a head start every time. Hashtag Usada fake, hashtag Johnny Brosco, which is pretty funny. Um, but obviously he's hinting at, you know, the favoritism I mean, they moved the whole event for him. Um, and, you know, Daniel Cormier was already really upset with everything going on where he said, don't uh, don't come. He told Usadis, don't call him in the morning. Don't come to his house anymore because of the way the way things have gone with Usada. And they just renewed with Usada, if you haven't heard. Um, they're going to be they're going to test more fighters, whatever. But it looks like the testing it's not even worth the the paper and all the all the hoopla that they they uh that they try to make it look like they brought it in for um my opinion is that, is that they should do a bell tour does i mean they, scott coker's never been shy they they always try to ask him about it but he he's always said he defers to the state that they're holding their events in and even when they don't when they go overseas because you know belter goes to torino and italy and and places like that um, they're doing stuff in the UK. Um, they use, they get the commission folk from the, uh, Mohegan, the Mohegan sun, you know, the Mohegan tribe athletic commission. Uh, so they definitely do a better job. I mean, they don't make a big stink out of it and, and they leave it up to whoever's there, you know, wherever they're holding their event. So, um, I don't know. I think the UFC in 2019 is, 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 it's going to be a strange it's become strange enough with the new owners, and I think it's going to get more strange. But there, there are a lot of people coming up, um, a lot of young new fighters coming up everywhere in other promotions. So expand your horizons in 2019. Broaden what you watch when it comes to combat sports. There's definitely more out there than just the UFC. Um, maybe it's because I'm covering the Professional Fighters League event this uh, New Year's Eve. That's how I'm ending my year, but... I think that's something that we all need to look at. You know, we need to start watching Bellator and their tournaments, and um, and then the the uh, a whole renewed format for the sport. That if you talk to the fighters, uh, if you, the videos going up on YouTube, Lance Palmer and, and Ray Cooper, um, Sean O'Connell, none of them had a bad thing to say about the PFL and how it's run, um, because it's run like a league, not a promotion. Um, that's why there's they have a season format, just like you you follow football and baseball and basketball. So it's, it's really um, they're they're closing out the first season and it's working. And, and I I think it's time for fans of combat sports, especially mixed martial arts fans, to look for something new. 
um, especially in 2019, because this thing, UFC 232, while the card was great and the fights were great, the handling of it was not. This whole thing with the picograms and the Torino ball, um, it's, a, it's not a good look for the sport, and which is probably why the UFC scrambled the way that they did. Um, so it's just, it, it, it kind of makes you feel weird when you look at the UFC, but remember there's, there's more out there than just UFC. The sport is mixed martial arts. All right. The UFC is not, the UFC is not mixed martial arts. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Like the sport is MMA, not UFC. So I'll leave you with that. This is the last MMA afterthought for 2018. I'm looking forward to a 2019. Uh, make sure you watch. My, I'm covering Pro Fight League for Frontproof Media, so check out frontproofmedia.com for for the uh, results and 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 pieces from there. Blogboard Jungle YouTube channel will have all the video that I grab from there. And if you're following me on Twitter at Carbazel, obviously I'll be like live tweeting. All the stuff that I'm coming across in MMA, all my articles go up there. And um, every Tuesday, Matt Hawkins and I do the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. So if you're not following on Twitter, it's at Combat Hour. And we're it's the Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Anchor here. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff. Same as this podcast. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the support and uh, everyone that listens. Uh, the eight, the eight people that listen every, every time I put an episode up, uh, have a happy new year. Please be safe, be kind to one another and, um, uh, check out the, I put up a video of Josh Copeland. I mean, the dude's just, uh, there's a lot of positive of all the negative energy that, that surrounded UFC 232. There's so much positive energy here in New York city around, uh, the PFL championship. I mean, just the energy, uh, it, it's really, it's really cool. I'm, I'm happy to be covering it. So, um, I hope you follow along, uh, be safe. Happy new year.